to Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I'm in the studio with Pastor Craig and Pastor Alex on May 8th, 2022. These gentlemen preached a sermon in our series, Jesus Is. Um, the emphasis of that message was on Jesus being the Son of Man, having all authority. So Pastor Alex, uh, we're going to... We're going to take this question and we're going to go in, I think, an interesting direction. Uh, good luck. Uh, should the church take back control of social welfare programs? And and there's just a little assumption here, which is throughout the vast majority of history, governments really didn't care for poor people a whole right. lot. Right. I mean, the American experiment is one of the first ones to highly prioritize right. elevating caring for um, the yeah. poor in this way. So the church used to do a lot. Yes. Uh, now the government does 99% of all welfare programs. Right. Is this good? Is this bad? Should we like take back? Control? Okay. Well, then that's a different question. Is this good? Is this bad? Like mm. I, overall, I don't think it's good that the church is stepping out of the, you know, taking care of the vulnerable, right? That, that we have somehow allowed ourselves to take a back seat because the government has it now is like not okay. Right. And, but because we have stepped out, the government has stepped in to kind of fill the holes that were left. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's that reality, but when we talk about taking back control, like I'm going to say no, that we shouldn't try to take back control because the government's going to do what the government's going to do. Like we have no necessary kind of say over what the government's mm -hmm. going to do. You are American, right? <laughs> we have a Canadian well, we do. We can vote a particular way, but oh, I am right. saying as, as the church operates and yeah. what we do, we shouldn't let the government, what it does or does not do, make our decisions, mm -hmm. right? And so um, the church should be actively and significantly engaged in social wel welfare. And I think for what it's worth, we can, at least where we live, we can see ourselves as, as partners to a certain extent with, uh, especially like local governments and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff to, to step into vulnerable situations. So just a side note, um, I think this is an important question because uh, government is remarkably inefficient mm. at like doing anything. And especially when you put something like the care of the vulnerable in the government's hands, like that is not gonna happen in an effective or an efficient way. And so there's that reality. But then from a theological perspective, like we just can't trust them, trust any kind of government not to bring like sinfulness into the situation, like not to let their sinfulness leak out. And so sinful people will always be running sinful governments. It's ludicrous to think that uh, it's reasonable to leave all kind of general welfare, like the whole slate of it in the government's hands. So, so like, and this is what led us to say, like no person sitting in a church should be satisfied with the idea that like, oh, I don't have to do that because the government's gonna take care of that. Oh, I don't have to like, care for these vulnerable people or even put some kind of effort. Like when I have a thought like, mm. oh, somebody should do something about that. Like I don't wait for my government to step in and do it, right? Like I work together with the other Christians in my sphere and we like start asking questions about mm. how can we address this, right? So, so yeah. Interesting. So I think I have a different perspective. I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not contradictory. Sure. It's just, I would look at our government's, uh, reach into welfare systems mm -hmm. as part of the legacy of the Judeo-Christian foundations of America. So when we think about building a, what do you call it? Just a, some sort of governmental structure, right? Yeah. That is loosely built on Judeo-Christian yep. values, loosely, we'll say it tightly. And mm -hmm. so what do you look at like in ancient Israel, you see that built into the law is a collaboration Absolutely. between the people and the government on basically welfare, although it's very different, right? Right. And it strikes me that 
even the impulse for the American government to care for the poor in the way they have mm -hmm. strikes me as like a good thing. But I think we're like, so I'm not disagreeing. It's right. like, it actually, to me, I look at that. The value think, comes from a, a good yeah. place and that it would not be right. even in our American system yeah. if Christians did not exist in right. the American right. system. I, I would also add that I agree with both of you. Mm. And okay. the, the challenge I, I think, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the challenge I think with what you're saying, Michael, is that yes, it was built into the yeah. system, but they actually went to Babylon in captivity for one of the rain, main reasons. Mm. They stopped taking care of the poor. Yeah, for sure. So they started mm. building their own economy on the back, you know, themselves yeah. on the backs of the poor. When we read Ruth, for instance, she's out gathering wheat that is supposed to be left behind mm. in order to take care of the needs of the poor. It's built into the system. But if you don't fear God, there's no incentive for yeah. you to keep following the yep. system. Whereas in the American economy in which we live today, I'm not sure there's much incentive for people to to actually, like you said, mm -hmm. as politicians, follow through with our responsibility to take care of the poor, right. like yeah. we should. Yeah, I think the point's being made that in this structure, no structure is ever going to be able to do this well. Yes. Yeah. And in, in an ideal world, it strikes me that there is some kind of governmental impulse to provide mm -hmm. for the poor. Mm -hmm. And there is also an individual impulse yep. to provide for my neighbors. Yep or my family, or the people in my community, my village, mm -hmm. if you will, that that kind of collaboration. But what's happened is the government has basically taken complete control and oh, it's right. become obese, yeah. functional. Absolutely. And it, and it's to even to the point where certain governments are even now pushing churches out because churches have certain theological yeah. convictions right. that the government doesn't like. Yeah. So they yeah. work to, to keep the church out yeah. of it. And then really they insert their own right. worldview into whatever they're doing. So yeah. not only are they providing now for the poor, but they're also adding extra uh, programs and things that that God would simply not mm -hmm. support, yeah. and that's it's all becomes one major thing. A friend of mine just uh, accepted a position as um, a part of a team that's working in downtown Chicago, okay. and they're reaching the poor and they're pulling people from Afghanistan and Ukraine and pulling them over and relocating them, and they're helping with gun violence and all kinds of good yeah. stuff like that. But included because it's a government program, included mm -hmm. with that is he has to support. Uh, the the LGBT community mm. as a part of the equality so he, program, he like his theological, he kind of had to put Correct. theological convictions on the back yeah. burner. Okay, as but a if it becomes a challenge, if you're a church downtown, um, would you not want to make inroads and somehow figure out how to support that community? Absolutely, right. yeah. but yeah. he probably has to give a v verbal affirmation exactly. right. of it, right? Yeah. Okay, right. That's, it's yeah. one thing to to help those in need; yeah. it's another thing to be forced to support. Yeah. Uh, something that the Lord would not support. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, as we focus back on this question, yeah. I, um, in any world where the church tries to take back control of this stuff, mm -hmm. there's so much entitlement now because yes. the system builds, it basically builds addicts to the system. Right. right? And, it meets real needs in the process, yeah. but it's like, what is, what is it a problem? Well, and that's why, that's why I said the whole yeah. thing about partnership, right? Because there, there's a reality where the system is what it is now. Yeah. So undoing and, that, and, right? We're not going to do that. We should not yeah. try to undo yeah. that, but we can step in where we can step in and still yeah. do what we're called to do as the church. Yeah. Right. So I think that's really important. So, um, so James chapter one, we know this passage, mm -hmm. but it talks about pure and undefiled religion is this, that we would care for widows and orphans, like the most vulnerable. Right. And I think it's even interesting as we think about what does it mean for us to own that responsibility that we would even add categories to that. And this is what I mean. There are categories ex that exist today that did not exist when James wrote that passage, yeah. right? So like we have 
just an awareness of the reality of special needs yep. in our communities, right? That's a place where we can step in and care for the vulnerable. Yep. We also have like elderly, like yep. the world has never had before, right? People are living longer yep. and and living longer into the reality where they're more unable to do for themselves. But if we yep. value life, like yep. we should be caring for the elderly as yep. well. So I think those are some categories that we can add to that. And I just like want to celebrate something that Village Church does and that we've had the joy of being able to partner with. You guys do BC3, mm. which is uh, part partnering with the uh, local police, partnering with local government yep. and finding ways to, to, you know, people have needs to just repair things in their house yep. or take care of plumbing issues or even just like mow their lawn yep. or yeah, we have elderly in this community who can't do some basic yep. things for themselves. And so BC3 enables people to sign up to volunteer, to help yep. out with these different needs. And um, I think that is like one significant way where we can take ownership of our responsibility and also say there are some good things that our community cares about and we want to figure out how to help yep. our values align yep. on these things. And in our village, I think what's, I think there's a principle that you're going after, which is really, I think it's really good, which is the, the church needs to think about where they're placed. Yeah. And so the, the default for most people is uh, I'm going to call my government to fix some things. The amount of phone calls our police right. and fire get, which they should never be called. Honestly, right. their family should be called or mm -hmm. their church should be called. Mm -hmm. So when we called them, we just said, give it all to us. Like, yep. if it's not something that you should be doing, we'll do all of it, yep. whatever it is. And so we get a whole bunch of weird, random things. And <laughs> because these people, what's interesting is most of them don't have family. Mm. Um, they don't have community. Mm. They do not have a church. Mm. And so the only person that they know to call is their government. And we're like, well, could we just... We'll just take Step it. In. And they were happy. They were, like, they were thrilled. They're like, you'll do it. We don't have to do all this stuff. We actually do our job. You know, and I'm like, yeah. yeah Along those just, lines, my, yeah. my wife is a teacher oh, man. and she yeah. has, uh, you know, little kids that she teaches. And one of them got ticked off at her the other day. And she, and, and the kid actually said, I'm going to call the police on you. Because <laughs> that's all he knew. That's all I knew. That's, that's, that's wow. the only thing that could come and help yep. him make his, get his, uh, get his way with that's her. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I think yeah. it's worth saying just like yeah. that, the idea of, like even the value that people would be cared for. Yep. It's amazing that that exists. It is actually like, I think it is a, a miracle that that value exists broadly yep. within a society because it did not exist for yes. a very long time. Mm -hmm. And the reason it exists is because Christians cared for and took care of the responsibilities that they were given by God in Amen. the first place. So. Well, let it be said of a church is in a community to do whatever it can to relieve the load of the government yeah. and actually meet tangible needs. Yes. Or let it be said of the Christian family that the people in my neighborhood that live near me, let it be said that they're, they're, cared for. they're cared for if they need it. And let it be said of our families, that our families, our parents, our grandparents, our children um, are cared for really well because <laughs> it does start at home, you know, and that mm -hmm. works itself out. So that's mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, well, I want to thank you for joining us on Sermon Q&A. We've got plenty more to come and many more disagreements also while we're at it. <laughs>